0: This episode is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's Four Weeks to Wellness Lifestyle Launch. It's finally time to stop searching for solutions to get healthy and lose weight, because a lifestyle launch is truly the last advice you'll ever need. You start your journey with a week of pre-challenge education and then dive into four weeks of detoxing your body with clean eating and eliminating foods that don't serve you. This pushes the reset button on your body so it's primed for incredible results. And then throughout the month, you will also learn the simple yet life-changing nutritional concepts that will shift everything you think you know about nutrition. And throughout your whole experience, you'll be supported, coached, and cared for with your own personal coach. Our team of coaches are just like you. They struggled and found this as the only solution that has worked for the long-term. And they want to help you succeed, too. You will likely be eating more than you ever did before, balancing the right nutrients at the right frequency to turn your body into a fat-burning machine with boosted metabolism, balanced blood sugar, increased energy, better sleep, reduced inflammation, improved gut health, less anxiety, and clearer skin, all in a solution that results in long-term success. The program isn't always open, so be sure to check out 4w2w.com for more info and when another group is launching. Well, hey everyone, Carrie here, and I am thrilled because today, we are going to just keep building So my last episode, episode six, I really started to dig into what most people find to be very exciting, very motivating. The formula for how to fuel your body with food, how you don't have to diet and deprive yourself in order to reach your goals, in order to boost your metabolism. We talked about blood sugar stabilization and eating something we call PFC, proteins, fats, and carbs every three to four hours. By eating that way and by fueling your body with food, we literally turn our bodies into fat burning machines. It's amazing when you don't feel deprived. Eating this way literally restructures our metabolism and our bodies It helps us to get to our optimal health when we do this by eating clean, unprocessed foods that our body loves and nurses. And then, not only does it help you to reach your short-term goals, but because you're balancing your blood sugar every day, because you're trying to eat as clean as possible with your PFCs you're reducing your risk of long-term health issues like heart disease, dementia, depression, and diabetes. And so if you are anything like me, when you first learned this, you were probably like, whoa, this is really exciting. And you might have been really motivated to get started. I know when I first learned about this, I was so excited that I could regain control back, that I could not feel deprived. That I could have my wine and my carbs and still be strong and lean and fit and healthy. So if you are like I was, and you were feeling really motivated and excited to move and get going, that's awesome. But here's the thing, and this is what we're going to talk about today, motivation, because it's a blessing and a curse, and I can't wait to dig in more so here's the thing motivation if we really look at it it comes and goes depending on a variety of factors like rest emotion stress and even feeling purposeful it will come and go it might propel us but it doesn't sustain us so let's think about that for a second everybody sees the ads in january new year new you right it's because we are motivated in january we're motivated to get healthy get organized just pull our stuff together once and for all right how many of you do that but then what happens by say maybe i don't know january 2nd (laughs) or maybe it's a little bit longer for some of you But if you're like me, the motivation that builds all throughout December, it seems to fall off that new year cliff pretty quickly. Why? Because motivation is fickle. And I don't know that we always think about that. It comes and goes, yet we often rely on that as a way to make sustainable change. And if we're honest with ourselves, let's be really, really honest We aren't good at doing the things we were motivated to do when we aren't motivated anymore. So when we're tired or stressed or just plain over it, the motivation goes and then we kind of feel justified for not doing it. How many of you are like, I just can't get motivated to go to the gym. Like that's okay. And so the thing is, we forget that motivation comes and goes we keep thinking that oh this time I am motivated this time it's gonna be different but it never is because motivation isn't built to last and so some of you might be really motivated to get going on this lifestyle and I think that's awesome because you know I'm a big fan of this lifestyle but I'm not even motivated all the time because sometimes I'm tired sometimes I'm over it right let's be honest how many of you go to bed totally motivated to wake up early and work out only to hit the snooze alarm when it goes off way too early that motivation that was totally strong just a few hours ago is now out the window so If we know that relying on our motivation is an inconsistent strategy, why do we keep doing it? I think about that as a teacher. Every year, I would get so excited about August. I would have those name tags ready for my kids. My classroom was super organized, cleaned up. I bought new clothes, I had freshly sharpened pencils, I was just ready and I couldn't wait. So if you're a teacher out there, you know what I'm talking about, right? I then got in the thick of it, right? September, October, we always joked about October being really long and hard. And it got so hard that I just threw out The window, so many things that seemed so important to me before. I can remember some days I would just turn out the lights after the kids left and would allow for my once perfectly lined up desks to just be in shambles. Paper on the floor, lesson plans not even begun for the next day. I was tired. I lost my motivation and I felt justified. And that would be kind of how it was for years. And then I would rest, I would get rejuvenated. The motivation would come back, usually in January. I'd go above and beyond. And then when I was tired and spent, the motivation was gone. And then I allowed for a totally different standard to guide me. So if that sounds like you, I want you to take some time to really think about motivation. And if that's what's driving you, in excitement, uh, I'm ready, let's do this. I want you to take a step back for a second. Listen to some of the ideas that I have here. And what will help when the motivation weans? Because it isn't actually a reasonable excuse when we know it's going to likely derail our goals. Because what we have to do what we have to figure out is how we can do what we need to do, even when we're not motivated to do it. Because here's the thing, we know it's gonna come and go, but we aren't conscious about it. It almost sneaks up on us, and because we don't expect it, we don't plan for it, we don't have a good strategy for when it goes away. We rely on that motivation to push us, but we don't realize that that's not gonna be the strategy for maintenance, consistency, and patience when things get hard, when we don't want to, when we're tired. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit today about what we can do, because if we allow motivation to be the factor that makes or breaks our success, we will always fail. Motivation wasn't designed to be consistent. It was designed to give us a boost. And even though we've all experienced that inconsistency, we don't always come up with strategies to deal with it when it goes away, right? And if motivation is the only real plan we have, it's kind of like expecting a bonus or overtime in your paycheck. The second we start to expect it and then something like, oh, I don't know, COVID hits, And you don't get it it could really derail you right a bonus or overtime is great to have but if we rely on it as our source of income as something we need in order to sustain ourselves we're gonna be in trouble when it doesn't happen that can't be your consistent plan for putting food on the table for paying your mortgage right it may be a little bit of that extra to be able to allow you to do something special like a vacation, but it's a limited resource. It might be renewable, but it's limited in its supply at any one time. So when we're working with our clients, we are passionate about sharing with them ways to keep up with this lifestyle that is going to last well beyond when their motivation fails. So let's talk about a few ways that you can do that here. So. One of the first things I always say is when you know you can do, and while our mindsets play a very big factor in our success, another factor is just simply knowing what to do. And like I said, when you know you can do. And so I saved this podcast for episode seven because I purposely wanted to build you up to know more so you can do differently. And so some of the things that you've already learned in this podcast, I hope has set you up to do some things differently, whether it was certain things that you were doing that were sabotaging your goals, like starving yourself or saving calories for a big meal later, or how to fuel your body with food effectively. Why diets fail when you know some of those things you're likely to do differently right so just that little bit of knowledge can take you a long way when your motivation isn't sustaining you like for example maybe you would wake up not motivated to eat breakfast maybe you would go all day without eating and not even realizing it but now even with the little bit that you've learned just through this podcast you might not allow yourself to skip breakfast you are more likely to eat a pfc meal than to let your yourself go all day even if you're not motivated. So that's one piece of it, knowing more so you can do more. But let's talk about something else. We teach a lot about something called habits. They're small actions that we make each day. And in many ways, our habits define who we are. Most of our habits aren't even obvious to us because they have become such an unconscious part of our identity. Like, for example, maybe that morning cup of coffee. Or the afternoon cup of coffee. Or just flipping on the light switch, brushing your teeth before you go to bed, checking out your phone immediately when it beeps, biting your nails when you're watching TV, or maybe eating the crust off your kids' sandwiches about 40 percent of our actions are actually habits so first thing first is to be aware of our habits so what habits are we doing that actually we're not even conscious of but might be derailing our goals so first identifying those habits that are not serving us is important but then we need to start to build stronger positive habits. So the first thing we teach our clients to do is to just build that self-awareness within your current habits. And once you can do that, once you are more aware of ways in which you are unknowingly sabotaging your goals, you will automatically start naming habits that aren't serving you. And then just by being more aware, by writing it down, you're gonna to start to slowly replace them with new habits. And once you can build consistency with new habits, motivation becomes less and less a factor of success. So, habits for us are huge. And James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, which is a book that we read as a membership in our private exclusive members group. We live by so much of what he teaches. And he talks about ways to make tiny changes in your life that can net you some remarkable results. He talks about what is called the 1% difference. He even says in his book, improving by 1% isn't particularly noticeable. Sometimes you might not notice it at all but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. Making a choice that is 1% better or 1% worse might seem insignificant in the moment, but over the span of many moments that make up a lifetime, those choices determine the difference between who you are and who you want to be. So by changing one, tiny habit today and doing it consistently every day, in one year from now, you could net big results. The thing is, we live in a society where we want and expect instant results. Amazon Prime isn't fast enough for many of us, including me. (laughs) And so we think that if we start eating less or start eating more correctly for three days, then we're gonna lose the weight, and, and if we don't, then we just move on to something else. That motivation weans, but what we're not doing is building consistently over time, new, small habits. And so what we really need, more than motivation, is patience. Building trust with our body takes consistency, over time and when we are consistent over time with positive small habits our bodies will start to trust us and when things become a habit like flipping on a light switch or checking your phone when it beeps and you don't have to rely on motivation to do it it then becomes more of who you are and what you really want to be. So I'm excited for you to dig in a little bit more when it comes to building new habits. Here's the thing, I'm going to let you in on a dirty little secret that matters, maybe even more than that. You can know more so you can do more. You can build really consistent positive habits, but those things won't matter at all. If you're not supported, if you don't have an accountability partner, if you're not part of a community that truly keeps you focused on those things you're working on. Think about it. When you're part of a group of like minded people who subscribe to this lifestyle who are consistent, who are doing the things that you want to do too. That community, when you lean on each other and work together is truly what makes the difference between short-term motivation and long-term success. And that is why we have our community at Disruptive Nutrition. Wherever you are in your journey, I promise there is a space a place and a home for you where you can get that community and love and support to keep going, to know that there are people living the lifestyle and wanting you with them on board and succeeding. So whether it be in our free group, the Diet Disruptor Squad, where we have thousands in the community either living the lifestyle, just learning about it, or really excited to be able to figure this out with you. They are there. They are ready. They want to hear from you. They want to learn from you. People want to cheer you on. They want to help you troubleshoot. And you can be held accountable to those new habits. So that free group is an amazing place. We have lots of announcements, support, inspiration, motivation, because you know it's going to weed. Now, depending on where you want to go, And if you wanna take your health to the next level, we have options for that too. We have our membership group, which is our exclusive private group, and it's a part of our paid programs. It's truly a community of people living the lifestyle. Not only do my coaches and I practically live in that group, but we're all answering questions, posting resources. We can get very specific meal ideas, shopping finds, lots and lots of tips and tricks habit-building and motivational. Weekly coaching calls where I am there, my clients are in there with me, talking to me directly. They can go back and watch coaching calls from the past. We have monthly guest coaches on a a ton of different topics within health and wellness. And we have our monthly book studies where we studied atomic habits. Our recipe subscription is in there. It's really powerful. So community to me is the key. That's my dirty little secret. And if you want to be in our free community, we want you there. If you want to take yourself a little further, we have our paid programs that include our exclusive community. Either way, I want you to really be thinking about your current habits and how you can ensure that you are looking at them, analyzing them, visiting them, and sharing about them to a community that's going to be able to help you establish new ones and hold you accountable for those. So before I leave today, I just wanna ask you this question for you to really ponder. You ready? Okay. What habits do you currently have that are holding you back from reaching your goals? And what are some new small habits that you can implement to help you get just one percent progress a day i promise you this makes the difference and to be part of a community that's going to support you in this is powerful so that's all i have for today my diet disruptors i am excited and motivated but i also know that because I have this community of diet disruptors with me, that even when my excitement and motivation weeds, I can still do what I got to do because my accountability is strong. Have an awesome day. Bye.